Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday, it is July 15th, it is 2022. We have 13 baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined today by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. Uh, it's podcast time, sweating some, some MLB, so hopefully these... Uh, Everything comes together for me. I've got one prop that I'm absolutely afraid of right now. I took an under, and uh, I have a player that just came out on fire in the first quarter for WNBA. We do sweat that as well in the prop shop. So we'll see how it goes. Hopefully it comes together, and uh, we can make a little money as we head on to sleep. If you haven't already, rotogranders.com backslash discord, download that, check out Chiefs Prop Shop, giving out uh, free prop shop picks. Um, I mean, monkey knife fight, underdog, prize picks, betcha. I betcha he gives out something for everything. So um, check that out if you haven't already. Let's jump into the 13 game slate. It's a big one, it's a Friday. So we get started here with Atlanta at Washington, nine and a half total in this game. We have Ian Anderson going up against Patrick Corbin. Any interest here in Ian Anderson? And I mute myself and I wasn't talking. I was just trying to get to the mute button. Um, now nah, I don't think I want to play Ian Anderson, man. He's been had some rough outings here. Going to be dealing with Washington who has, um, a super lack of strikeouts up and down this inning. This is a huge slate. Uh, I don't think I'm going to need Ian Anderson to win a tournament. I'm probably going to pass on Anderson. I do like the price tag, but he is just – he. I mean, the nicest way to say it is he's just really struggled this season. So I'm more likely to stack against him than play him in this spot. And then Patrick Corbin on the other side of this game – I mean, when you throw a lefty against Atlanta, you have to be able to attack these right-handed hitters, and he's not that guy. These guys have big walk rates. They have a ton of power. No interest in Patrick Corbin for me today. Yep. Nope. Not doing it. 
All right, let's talk uh, bats here. What's standing out to you for the Braves? Uh, almost everything, man. I mean, when you look up and down this roster, tons of varieties. Acuna's continuing to steal bases. Very, he's very expensive. You got Duvall here, Stevie, at 34, Ozuna at 42. If they crack the lineup, um, I don't want to. Dansby Swanson's 56, Riley's 55. I think I prefer to play Riley. Um, Atlanta's an expensive team today, but it's it's worth it, I think, to stack them uh, against Corbin. Yep. I mean, for me, on the Atlanta side of things, it's a stack. Um, you know, we'll have to see what the lineup just looks like in general, but it's a stack spot for me. I like the Braves a lot here. Acuna and Riley would be my two favorites, but don't forget about Danzby Swanson. He's very good against left-handed pitching. Riley has a 60% hard hit rate against lefties this year. He's just been absolutely crushing them. So like him a lot. On the Washington side, I mean, I've been stacking against Ian Anderson all season. It's not like this lineup is like the best lineup in the world, but I still am going to continue to stack against Ian Anderson every time he's out there. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, I'd be happy, Stevie, happy to stack against Ian Anderson. Uh, you know, the top of the sword, you're going to get uh, Bell. You're going to get uh, Soto. Uh, the, these are quality hitters here. Josh Bell, 4500 I think that's a, that, that's a great price for him. You're going to get Luis Garcia as well, who's, who's not striking out a ton. So uh, I'm very excited about this spot. I definitely think. Um, that these guys can get rolling here and, and do some serious damage just, just up and down the lineup. We have Boston at New York facing the Yankees. No total in this game. It does sound like it's going to be um, Nathan Eovaldi. And then Jordan Montgomery pitching here for the Sox. Any interest here in Eovaldi going up against the Yankees? I think I'm going to pass here, Stevie. Um and just, you know, maybe let him kind of get rolling, you know, coming off the, the IL. I, I think I'm going to pass. Yankees have been somewhat hot from time to time. So I, I'm going to pass, but but mainly because he, he's just coming back. Yeah, I think he's going to be capped between 70, 80 pitches here. Um, only through three pitches and his 54 inning or 54 pitches in three innings and in his rehab start um, in AAA. So, I'm going to pass on the Evaldi here, uh, just in general. And then Jordan Montgomery on the other side of this game, low strikeout pitcher, you know, much higher strikeout rate against lefties. They're going to platoon uh, a lot of right-handed bats against him here. I don't think this is the spot I want to play Jordan Montgomery either. Yeah, same. Um, Montgomery hasn't been striking guys out anyway. Uh, so I definitely don't think there's a, a big need for us to worry about playing him. So. Uh, definitely going to be a fade for me. Boston bats here. Um, you know, man, JD Martinez, Andrew Bogarts, always two guys that I really like. If Story's back in the lineup, I don't think they put him on the IL, right? He's just day to day. He's banged up right now. Uh, so if Story is back in there, um, I think he's very much in play. And then um, Remsteider has been batting leadoff against lefties, and he is 3,300, so I think he's another guy you could potentially look at here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
I think there's a really, in my opinion, a slew of guys, but these righties, man. Um, JD Martinez is, you know, in my opinion, Stevie's starting to heat up a little bit. Um, so he's on the list. I think, you know, perhaps Devers goes, you know, overlooked and, uh, you know, doesn't get played today, but I, I, I'll take him as well. Uh, I, I, I like Boston. I like this whole game, really. Just just tons, tons, tons of, of quality hitting in this game. Red Sox-Yankees games are always, you know, solid games to target. Nathan Eovaldi, you know, we talked about him coming back here. You know, it's not like Eovaldi was pitching bad. He just gives up a ton of hard contact. And when you're giving up a ton of hard contact against an offense like this, it's it's tough, man. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Yankees? Yeah, definitely want to stack, stack them as well. Um, probably a little bit less than Boston. Um, but, you know, Rizzo – uh, it's definitely going to be in play here. Matt Carpenter, if he cracks the lineup, uh, you know, Judge Stanton, like they're an expensive team. Uh, you can get a little bit of value, um, you know, with, with a couple of these guys, like, uh, well, no, not, not even Glaber. Now, Glaber's even 5,200. I'm so used to Glaber being cheap, Stevie. I overlooked him over the Mayhew, but um, I think, you know, because all these teams that we like so far are expensive, you may just have to pick and pop, mix and match, um, and, and see what you can come come up with position by position. All right. So we got Kansas City at Toronto. No total in this game. Zach Ranke going up against Alec Manoa. Any interest here in Zach Ranke? Negative. Yeah, no interest for me in Granke here. This is probably a spot that we're going to like the Toronto bats, you know, Granky low strikeout pitcher facing a team with low strikeouts that puts the ball in play a ton. So just don't see this working out for him. Alec Manoa on the other side of this game. Will I think he's super playable here. And the reason that I think he's playable, no Melendez, no Perez, no Ben Nintendi, no Whit Merrifield, no Hunter Dozier. The lineup that they rolled out there with all these guys out, they rolled out a lineup on Thursday that had a 100 ISO, a 22% K rate, and a 273 Woba against right-handed pitching. So with all these guys out because they're not vaccinated going into Toronto, uh, this is a spot where I think Manoa is actually very, very much in play. Stevie, I'm glad you were going to mention it. Not only that, 9K. I, I really like Manoa here. I think, you know, in terms of the grand scheme of, a, of an entire pitching slate, uh, I think he's one of the top pitchers on the day, Stevie. Um, this is just a good spot. Like, as we, even though this, this is a, a fairly big slate, Stevie, um, we've got some pitchers at the bottom that you probably don't really want to get involved with. Like, and I'm not trying to get ahead, but maybe you like German Marquez against Pittsburgh at home, like maybe uh, at 6,900, but that you, you probably don't. Um, maybe you like Tyler Wells at Tampa Bay, but all in all, I think Alec Manoa is about as close to a lock per se as, as we're going to get on this slate. So um, look, I don't want to overlook Kershaw against the Angels, okay? I'm not over, but I'm saying generally speaking at 9K, Alec Manoa does feel like the best pitcher to me. 
There you go. I don't really have any interest in the Kansas City bats. If you want a one-off, um, Bobby Wood Jr., I said that yesterday, he hit a home run. He's been hitting the ball really well. Um, he'd be the one guy that I think you can one-off in this spot. Yeah, I mean, you could. I, I don't think I want to because I, I, I just, man, it, it, the run should be be slim here. But uh, I, I don't, I don't hate it. I don't think I'm going to do it on this one for what it's worth. Um, any interest in the Toronto bats here? Yeah, love the Toronto bats. I don't trust Zach Greinke uh, with a ten foot pole. I don't care if he went out. Didn't Zach Greinke have, I think, five strikeouts his last game, Stevie, against Houston or, or some a really Cleveland. good team? Cleveland, yes. Five strikeouts, I think I saw that the other day. I said, man, uh, Zach Greinke has visited uh, the Fountain of Youth, but I, I don't see that here against Toronto, Stevie. I, I think they 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 eat him for dinner here. And so I, I'm all about the Toronto stack now. Problem is, guess what, Stevie? Just like every other team that we like, they're expensive. They do have a few more bats uh, on the on the lower end, like Matt Chapman continues to be cheap. Espinal continues to be cheap. Even Vlad is 5K. Um, you know, Springer's 51. Like, they're not completely overpriced. Toronto's a really good stack today as well. Yeah, I like Toronto. Um, Greg Key is someone that I always pick on. 12% K rate on the season. This team has a ton of power. Uh, I, this is just a fantastic spot for a guy. Like, gives up a lot of hard contact and a lot of fly balls to righties. There's a lot of right-handed power here. So, yeah, I like I like Toronto quite a bit in this spot. Uh, Detroit at Cleveland taking on the Guardians. Eight total in this one. Cleveland, a 185 favorite. So we got Hutchinson going up against Zach Plesic. Any interest here in Drew Hutchinson? I, I don't like taking pictures against Cleveland, Stevie. That, that's just not something I like to do. Uh, I mean, he did put up a respectable performance the last time out. Uh, that was in Detroit. They're at Cleveland. I don't think I want to do it, man. I, I just don't take pictures against Cleveland no matter what happens. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to pass on Hutchinson here. He's cheap at 5K, but I just don't see him getting a job done. Um, the other side of this game, Zach Plesic. We just watched um, McKenzie just absolutely dominate this Detroit um, team. What are your thoughts here on Zach Plesic? I mean, I think it's 7,200, Stevie against one of the worst offenses on the slate in terms of strikeout rates. I think you could do worse. And I think on today's slate, you do need a value pitcher. So I think please act facing Detroit is probably as close to um, some form of safety. We're going to get for me, if I'm playing, please act, I mean, I'm looking for 15 to 20. He gets anything in that range. I'm feeling good. So I think that's why you take them. I don't. I don't really like them that much, but against Detroit, I I, I can't argue. Um, he should be okay. He's seventy two hundred facing Detroit. They're one of the worst offenses in baseball. Like I said, we just watched um, Mackenzie absolutely dominate this team. He's not a, a, as good of a strikeout pitcher as Mackenzie. 
So if he's going to be super chalky, I could see, you know, not playing him or pivoting elsewhere. I think he's okay. I definitely don't want the Detroit bats. Um, There's just nothing in this Detroit lineup that excites me. Yep, not at all. Not playing Detroit. Um, I I just don't think it's worth it, Stevie. They're just maybe maybe you get one home run or a double RBI from someone, but I, I'm fading the Tigers. All right, uh, Cleveland. I mean, this is a great spot for Ramirez, Naylor, yes. Franmil, Jones, Jimenez, anybody, um, Hutchinson. On the season, 14% Ks, 11% walks, 6 XFIP. Um, what are your thoughts here on Cleveland? Stevie, I really like Cleveland today. The One of the main reasons I like Cleveland, Steve, the prices. Now, uh, Ahmed Rosario is 5,100, but I don't feel like I have to play him, okay? Steven, listen to how crazy this price is. Ahmed Rosario is 5,100. Stephen Kwan is 3,400. Fran Mill Reyes is 3,400. That's insane. Uh, I think they're a, a lot too cheap here. Stephen Kwan should probably be at least 4K in this matchup, and, and Fran Mill probably should as well. So I can plug in Jose Ramirez and pretty much do whatever I want to do. I mean, it gets me excited. Guess how much Josh Naylor is, Stevie? 3,800. I mean, he's not, uh, he's not an elite first baseman like a Vlad that's, you know, necessarily going to be hitting a bunch of home runs every every year. But at 3,800, a nice quality hitter for your stacks on a slate where all of the big teams are very expensive. Uh, I, I don't hate this for the Guardians, Stevie. Very cheap prices for a team that, you know, should be in a good spot here. Yep, I like Cleveland a lot here. Um like you said, the pricing on some of these guys is fantastic. So Naylor, I think he's one of the best hitters under 4K today. So there you go. Baltimore at Tampa. No total. Baltimore has been absolutely rolling here lately. We got Wells against um, – sounds like it's going to be Tommy Romero. Don't know how much we'll really expect him to pitch here. He's been pitching in AAA. Um I mean, we'll have to kind of see, but they're they need someone to kind of fill in for Fleming. What are your thoughts here on Tyler Wells? I don't hate Wells either, Steve, because uh, the thing that 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 I don't hate is Tampa Bay. Although um, throughout the year they've been a really tough team up top with all these injuries and people out. The K rates have just kind of gone through the roof, especially Stevie, as we get down to six, seven, eight, nine, or five, six, seven, eight, nine. Most of these guys are upper 20s, low 30s, some even in the 40s for K rates. So uh, when you're when you're getting a guy like Tyler Wells, who doesn't have an astronomical K rate, but also doesn't give up a lot of runs, like this is a spot I like. I think Tyler Wells can get five strikeouts in this matchup. Uh, last time he faced Tampa Bay. Stevie, he had if I'm not he had four strikeouts. I think that's very reasonable considering the K rates have climbed due to a lot of guys being out. Tyler Wells at 7,400 is another one of those guys that's on my list. I think more ownership is probably going to go to Plezak if I had to guess, Stevie. So I definitely think Tyler Wells is an exceptional pivot on today's slate. 
Yeah, I think he is a, an interesting pivot off of Plezak. Uh, I'm with you on that. Tampa is a high strikeout team. This is a good uh, pitcher's ballpark. So I could see Tyler Wells having a solid game here. Um, the other side, though, Ramiro, I, I just I don't know what to expect from him pitch count-wise, innings-wise. He's 5,400. He's cheap, but I, I just, I'm probably going to pass on him here. Yeah. Definitely, definitely not playing Mr. Romero, uh, even against Baltimore. Not doing it. Any interest here in the Baltimore Bats? Uh, maybe slight interest. Um, you know, when I look at Baltimore, like Cedric Mullins has come back down to 4,300. So yeah. Like that's 4,300 plug and play, like one off central. Uh, even Santander in the game. Austin Hayes, I think all these guys are really a little bit too cheap here. Ryan Mountcastle is back down to 3,300. Mancini, 2,800, Stevie. Uh, um, Adley Rutschman is 3,500. He's almost on cheap catcher alert, Stevie. He's pretty much getting fantasy points almost every game. I Baltimore, I think, is a really good team to add some one-offs or two-mans or three-mans, especially if you want to maybe play um, – uh, I don't want to call it double expensive pitcher, but if you want something like a, excuse me, guys, I'm so sorry. If you want something like a Kershaw or Manoa type of flavor, I, I definitely think sprinkling in a few of these bats uh, can help the cause. I think they're cheap. Um, I think they're really cheap. Rutschman, Mullins, um, Santander. So I could see using them as like a cheap secondary stack on the slate for sure. Uh, Tampa. I mean, I don't mind a couple of these guys. Troy should be pretty cheap. I don't know if he necessarily has some of the upside that some of these other guys have. Yandy Diaz has been hitting the ball really well here recently. Uh, Paradis is someone that has shown big power. I just, I mean, this game's in Tampa. Wells is okay. I, I just, I don't know. These prices are a little high. Absolutely. I'm not playing Tampa Bay here um, at all. I mean, K-Rates, like I said, the team as a whole is just going out. Wanda Franco, be honest, really, really hurt this lineup along with others. Just, just not doing it. All right. Seattle at Texas. No total in this game. Seems to be a theme here night before. Robbie Ray going up against Taylor Hearn. Any interest here in Robbie Ray? Stevie, in all my days, I never thought I'd say this, but I don't know if I want to play Robbie Ray against Texas right now. Robbie Ray does have the stuff, and at 9,800, I'm interested to see where his ownership comes in. But Texas has been, for lack of a better word, Stevie, balling. Um, I, I think things are finally kind of coming together for them. I feel like the, the manager has kind of a lineup that works. Um, you know, the, the new leadoff guy has been, uh, dare I say, pretty good, sensational. Josh Smith, I mean, he, he's been great for them. Um, you know, Simeon is becoming a tough out again. Seager starting to have multi-base hits every game. It's, uh, you know, um, Adalas Garcia is hitting again. It's, this, it's, it's almost become a tough team over the course of the last couple of weeks. I don't think I want to play Robbie Ray today, Stevie. I think Manoa and Kershaw are just in way better spots here. 
I, in all my days, Steve, I didn't think I'd say this, but I, I don't want to play Robbie Ray against Texas. I don't think I do either. Um, I mean, they do have a lot of power against left-handed pitching. Ray is someone that gives up a ton of fly balls and a ton of hard contact. Like you said, this team's been – I mean, they've been rolling. Um, so, let's see. Um, Hearn, on the other side of this game, he's 6,100. I mean, I don't know what to really think here as far as oh, Taylor no. Hearn. I'm not doing it, Stevie. I think what, – what I think for Taylor Hearn is – Maybe they slip up and give us a prop of 15 and a half pitching outs if we take the other. That's what I feel about Taylor Hearn. Yeah, I mean, he has been starting in AAA, so it's not like him, you know, I don't know. Uh, I'm not playing him for what it's worth. Seattle, they actually have a lot of good hitters against left-handed pitching, so I don't want to play him in this spot. Um and, you know, we say that, like, Martin Perez had a ton of strikeouts. Um, was it Perez? Yeah, I, I don't remember now. Anyway, um, yeah, Perez had a ton of strikeouts on yeah. Thursday night. What are your thoughts here on the Seattle Bats? Yeah, I don't, I don't hate the Seattle Bats against her. Um, I know that, you know, they're kind of all over the place, but uh, – you know, Waker's 43. You've got um geez, what's the name? But Eugenio Suarez at 43. Like those are two respectable prices uh that, that I can play. Ty Francis 43. Carlos Santana's been playing because guys are out. Uh so I don't I don't hate playing them against Mr. Hearn, who can get erratic, can walk a few guys. I, I think Seattle's just just fine in terms of putting together little mini stacks for this slate. Yeah, I like – I mean, Rodriguez gives you power. Um, Suarez gives you power. Ty France is 4,300. He gives you power. Cal Riley gives you power. So, I mean, there's a lot of potential power here for Seattle. So, definitely don't mind them in this spot. And then, I mean, on the Texas side of things, Simeon, Heim, even Seager. Seager, lefty-lefty, has power against left-handed pitching, um, and he's been one of the hottest hitters in baseball. So, yeah, I mean, I don't mind either side of this game. Yeah, for sure. Um, both sides. Of, and I think stacking Texas today on a, a fairly big slate, Stevie, may end up even being off the beaten path uh, because I just don't see a lot of people doing that today. Um, so I, I think Texas is a fantastic team. All right, cruising along here. We got Chicago White Sox at Minnesota taking on the Twins. Nine total in this game. Twins, a 140 favorite. Kopech against Smeltzer. Any interest here in Kopech? Um, I'm, I'm right on the edge with Kopech, Stevie. I think I'm going to pass because I feel like I'm not sure if he has enough strikeout upside and the matchup isn't the best excuse me oh i tried to mute myself you guys heard me sneeze that's awful uh, it's all good um so i mean for me when it comes to go we know the talent is there it's just it's been really lacking like played him last time out against detroit and if he can't do it in that matchup i'm off him for a little while here so I am I'm gonna pass on Kopech here and then Smeltzer on the other side of this game, lefty facing the White Sox, 
finally got some bats going on Thursday night. Um, hopefully they can keep that going. I am gonna pass on Smelter here. Oh no, no way I play any Smelter, Steve. Big negative. He gets the X button. Not playing Smelter one bit. All right, let's talk White Sox bats. Um Pollock, Anderson, Abreu, Robert, Vaughn. Um, another team that I think you can look at here. Smeltzer gives up a ton of fly balls and a ton of hard contact to right-handed bats. So any of these power righties in there, um, I think it's a good platoon spot for them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the big guns are expensive. Like you got Abreu at, at 5,200. And uh, you have uh, Robert at 5,600. And Tim Anderson at 54. But outside of that, though, Stevie, like, you can really put together a quality lineup. I know I keep talking about Yoan Moncada at 3,300. Um, and I think he was even, like, cheaper than that earlier this week. But I, I definitely think he's someone uh, that you can play. I mean, it's, it's just they, they've got enough cheap guys. If A.J. Pollock cracks the lineup by chance, uh, he's 3,300, Stevie. So I, I think there's enough cheap bats to mix in with our expensive bats. Uh, you know, Gavin Sheets keeps playing, but he, he's a lefty here. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe he, he may actually still crack the lineup. But all in all, I, I like the White Sox. I think it's a good spot for him. All right. Um, any interest in the Minnesota side? Uh, I think for Minnesota, Steve, it's mostly one-offs and just trying to um, match the pitching profile here. I'm not expecting Kopech to get rocked, but I'm also not expecting him to dial up the Ks. He probably will give up a run or two, uh, but all in all, I, I don't want, really want to play the Twins. I actually have some slight interest in the t- Twins today. You know, obviously you got to pay up for, for Buxton here, but – Outside of him, I mean, Kepler's 4,500. Um, is 51. He's kind of expensive. But Kopech has been big-time struggling. So, yeah, I, I think for me, I kind of like Minnesota here. I don't know if I full-stack them, but I think they're, they're a team that's in play for me today. Yeah, I get it. All right, let's go Oakland and Houston. Eight total in this game. Astros, a 200 favorites. Any interest here in Cole Urban? Uh, I don't think so, Stevie, but that also – I'm going to go with no, and then maybe do, do we try to determine how maybe this lineup comes out a little bit? Like, does does Altuve play um, or does he, does he not play? Because he did leave the game uh, on the – current slate if Altuve's out this lineup becomes totally different I might take a wait and see approach I don't love Cole Irvin but this lineup might be watered down just enough for him to eke out 15 points and at 6800 when I'm trying to put together really big bats he might be beneficial I'm going to take a wait and see on this one initially I don't like him but if the lineup's really watered down I could get interested I don't want to play Cole Irvin. I think it was my first initial reaction. So I think I'm gonna think I'm gonna pass on him. And then on the other side, Jaco Rizzi. Honestly, well, I'll play just about anybody against Oakland at this point. 
but I don't know if I play Jake Odorizzi at 8,300 if he's chalky. He just absolutely dominated this team in Oakland last start. I feel like he's going to be massive chalk, and I feel like he's someone that can put up 15 fantasy points. Yeah, I, I totally get it. Um, I don't hate it, but but I, I definitely understand from an ownership perspective. At 8,300, like taking the fade could absolutely work in your favor. Um, he's definitely over overpriced in my piece. I know you put up 30. I still think that's too much. Like I, I still think he's, he's more like a 7,500, 72 to $7,500 pitcher on most slates. Yeah. I just, I want to see what his ownership looks like. I mean, with that said, I mean, I don't love the Oakland bats. I think you could, you could play maybe Seth Brown here in this spot. If vote, you know, draws a catcher spot, if Kemp draws a good lineup spot, Oda Rizzi is giving up a ton of fly balls to lefties. So I don't mind maybe some lefties here, but it, even with the fly balls he's giving up, he's just not giving up a ton of power. Um, I don't know. I don't, this is one of those games that has me all kind of messed up. Yeah, I get it. Um, Houston bats. I mean, We'll have to see, like you said, if Altuve's in the lineup or not. But if he's not, you know, Pena could draw a good lineup spot. Diaz, Bregman, Gurriel, Molinado. Like, they still have a ton of power against left-handed pitching. So, I think even if Altuve's out of the lineup here, we're still going to have a ton of options um, for Houston. Yeah. I could definitely see that. All right, Cincinnati at St. Louis. Where we go next? We got Green and Palante facing off. Um, Palante, Palante, Ante. Um, eight and a half total. Cardinals a one seventy five favorites. Uh, any interest here in Hunter Green? No, not against St. Louis, Stevie. Um, and I like Hunter Green in the right spots. And guess what? We talked about Tampa Bay being a high strikeout team with all those guys. That that was the right spot. Uh, I don't think this is the right spot against St. Louis. He may pick up the strikeout, Stevie, but I also think he'll get erratic and give up runs here. Love the K rate on this young pitcher, but I can't risk it against against St. Louis. They're just not doing it. Yeah, they just don't strike out. I mean, at the end of the day, that's the, the hardest part about facing St. Louis is they just don't strike out. Um and, like, when he's not getting the strikeouts, he's struggling. So, I think we're going to talk about these Cardinals bats here in a second. Um, the other side of this game, Andre Pallante. I mean, anybody could beat the Reds. I just – this guy has not been great. So, it's really hard for me uh, to have some interest in him here. He is throwing a good amount of pitches, but 15% K rate. Big-time ground ball guy. He kind of pitches the contact, tries to generate soft contact and get out of the innings with ground balls. I just don't know if that's the upside you need on a big slate like this. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not playing either one of these pitches for this one. Um, Cincinnati Bats, any interest here? Uh, I think it would just be one-off, Stevie. I'm not really interested in, in stacking Cincinnati. Uh, if, if that makes any sense, like that's that that's not anything I'm trying to do, but I I don't mind the one-offs. 
Yeah, Nyquen at 38, Votto at 32. Um, Tommy Pham is 39 as well. Slight revenge game, if you want to call it that. All right. Um, The St. Louis side of things, you know, Green has just been a guy that's given up a ton of fly balls and a ton of hard contact. I think St. Louis is a sneaky stack today. Um, We'll see what their ownership looks like. But we got Tyler O'Neill back. He hit six, was in that lineup. He's 3,500. Uh, Yepis is 3,300, Carlson 3,100, DeYoung 3K, Gorman 3K. So you can get Arenado and Goldschmidt in there as like your two top end guys. And then, yeah, the rest is cheap. Yeah, I I love St. Louis today, Stevie. I think this is a sneaky stack. I think people won't really play them because of the Hunter Green effect. And I I think that's a mistake. So uh, I, I, I really like these guys a lot. Yeah, I mean, I love this spot for St. Louis today. See how it plays out. Pittsburgh at Colorado, taking on the Rockies. Uh, 11, and 11 total in this game. Rockies, a 140 favorite. Quintana against Marquez. Any interest here in Jose Quintana? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't think I'm playing Quintana in course. He doesn't give up a ton of home runs, but I still don't think 7K is upside. And I really don't want to play Herman Marquez either uh, at 6,900. So probably going to pass on the pitchers in this game. Uh, Pittsburgh bats. I mean, it's another team going into cores that is just criminally underpriced for cores. Um, I don't know if I like them as like a full stack here, but I mean, I'm definitely using pieces. Vogelbach 3,400. Cruz is 4,100. Just the, I mean... Swinski has been hitting the ball well. He's 3,300. They're just overall really cheap here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I was thinking, I know I mentioned Marquez, but man, Stevie, the Pittsburgh bats in course. It's insane, really. I mean, Vogelbach probably shouldn't be this cheap, even though he hasn't been great. Um I'm with you. I, I think I take pieces. I, I'm afraid to stack Pittsburgh because I like so many other teams better than them. But it's it's definitely a team, and it takes some one-offs and just plug those guys in. Yeah, I mean, Colorado here, they're kind of expensive against Quintana. They are a very good offense against left-handed pitching. This game is in course. Quintana is someone that you know worries me a little bit. Um, but I mean, you got, you got some big, big power in this lineup and you know, where Quintana has been generating like those ground balls and not getting blown up. It's been using a lot of sinker slash curveball like combos. It's not going to work in course. Um, I think the Rockies, <laughs> I think the Rockies are a top stack today. Yeah. Um, I, full disclosure, Steve, you know, I'm probably not going to play much course today. Um, but Coors isn't going to be high owned as, as high owned as usual because it's such a big slate. So um, I I like these bats. Uh, I don't think uh, Quintana is, you know, some massive crushing pitcher, of course, that, that's going to get these guys. Uh, you know, and, and just looking at this lineup, Steve, I always talk about it. Like when you have guys like Jose Iglesias in there who aren't going to hit home runs, but they're just going to be tough at bats. Um, you know, things like that get me, get me excited because he can extend an inning, 
you know, uh, get on base. It's it's just little things like that. So uh, I like the the Colorado Rockies. Charlie Blackman is back, Stevie, for what it's worth. He's been playing really well. Um, so I I like this team, like them a lot. Probably won't play that much of them on this slate, but it doesn't override how good of a, a stack I think it is. All right, the Battle of Los Angeles, the Dodgers and the Angels, Clayton Kershaw going up against Sandoval here. No total in this game. Um, what are your thoughts here on Clayton Kershaw? Love Kershaw, Stevie. I think he's uh, – I don't, I don't want to say D. He, he's probably 1A, 1B, him and, uh, him and um, Sean Manoa, Manaya, Manoa, Manaya. Um, but – the L, the Los Angeles Angels, Stevie, have been rough, and Clayton Kershaw seems Stevie to be unleashed again. Ninety eight pitches against San Diego, one hundred and two pitches against uh, the Chicago Cubs, ten Ks and eight Ks respectively, uh, coming off of um, what I consider one of his best stretches probably this season. Clayton Kershaw's got to be in play here, Stevie. Angels are one of the highest strikeout teams in the league right now. Yeah, and, I mean, we have no idea what this lineup is going to look like, you know. I'm interested to see where his K-prop comes in at, Stevie. Like, extremely interested. It's got to come in at six and a half, in my opinion. If I get that thing at five and a half today, hammering it, Stevie. Hammering it. I will say it worries me a little bit that, like, there was a report that came out that Trout should be back in the lineup here, Um, but – I mean, you never know. So hey, just walk trying to strike out everybody else. <laughs> it's only that easy, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Patrick Sandoval, I think at 8,100, I'm going to pass. We know he has some upside. We know he has some ceiling. If it is the Dodgers, I think I'm going to pass on Sandoval here. Yeah, wrong spot. Um, I know he mowed down Houston and Baltimore and Seattle and the Mets not doing it against the Dodgers at 8,100. Just the wrong spot, Stevie. But what I will say is this. From a props perspective, if they give us Sandoval at four and a half, I might have to take the over, Stevie. Like, you get what I'm saying? It's like he's been coming in at five and a half most slates. Maybe we get a little discount on him for facing the Dodgers. If so, I'll take it. But all in all, I'm not playing him for DFS. <sighs> Dodgers bats, man, it's tough for me. I mean, like Sandoval is a, a solid, solid pitcher. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to think here on the Dodgers bats. I mean, obviously, you got Mookie Betts, you, you have Trey Turner, you got Will Smith. These guys absolutely crush, you know, left handed pitching. So, on one hand, it's, I mean, they're super expensive, but like on the other hand, like, Patrick Sandoval has a 45% hard hit rate against righties this season, but his ice was under a hundred. So he's running really lucky. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I could see the Dodgers going off in this spot. So I think if you're playing the Dodgers, you're stacking them. They're just, they're expensive. So you're going to need the stack to go off, but I mean, you're going to have guys, you know, like trace Thompson at 2,700 in the lineup. You might have um, Hanser Alberto in the lineup at 2,900. So Pay attention to that. You could get some potential cheaper bats here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's just (sighs) – 
how I how, how would you like to handle this, Steve, in terms of I guess their lineup as a whole? Because it, it seems to be just so many more offenses out there. And the Dodgers aren't playing, you know, Dodgers and Angels aren't playing extremely late. Like what 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 are your thoughts on that? Like I I, I get like hands are both Alberto 29. And I don't dislike the Dodgers, but it's kind of like you talked about. Um Sandoval is a good pitcher. I'm not afraid of Sandoval. The Dodgers can get to anyone, but I don't think I have them ranked ahead of some of these other teams that we like earlier. Um, so I think the ownership's going to be low, which makes me intrigued, but I don't feel like they're like in the best spot of the slate. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you in saying that I don't really want to play the Dodgers, even though I know that they could get to anybody. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a 13 game slate, right? That's what we were talking about at the beginning. And the Dodgers are a team that, I mean, they can hit five, six, seven home runs in the game. So on a big slate like this, I'm always looking for an offense like the Dodgers. It's just, I mean, the spot's not fantastic. So I think if I'm playing them, it's just a full stack. I don't think I'd rank them over some of the other teams we talked about. But on the flip side of that is they're going to be lower owned and they have just as high a ceiling as anybody on the slate. Um, I mean, the Angels, you know, if Trout's back in there, do we trust him at 5,400 to play a whole game? I think is the biggest question mark. You know, Clayton Kershaw, tough matchup. I think I'm going to fade the Angels today. Oh, yeah. There's no way any Angels make it to my lineup. It's all about Kershaw, man. All about Kershaw. All right. Arizona at San Diego. We got Bumgarner going up against uh, you. Davish, seven and a half total. The Padres a 200 favorite here. Um, any interest here in Mad Bum? No. Yeah, quick, simple to the point. I'm with you. Uh, no interest for me in Madison Bumgarner here. You Darvish, 8,900. Arizona's a tougher matchup than most people give them credit for. Oh, um, yeah. You know, Darvish's strikeouts are kind of down this season. He's at about 22% on the year. He's had some recent uptick in strikeouts. He has the ceiling at 8,900 to put up big numbers. It's just I don't know if he makes the list for me today. Yeah, Steve, I think at 8,900, what you're doing is overpaying to get 18 to 20 points. Like, that's kind of what I think. And not necessarily what I think, but um, even if you pull up the game log, I think you're paying for, like, phantom safety. Like, so he did have an upside game against the Cubs back in June, but all in all, Stevie, and he does have a leash, and they are going to let him go if he's six, seven innings, but 22 fantasy points, 18, 20, 23, 30, 28, 9, 22, 26, 4, 18, 16. So that, in my mind, I think that's what you're doing. You're, you're, you're paying 9K for 18 to 20 fantasy points, most likely. And so I think uh, Kershaw has a higher ceiling today. I think uh, – Manaya, not not Manaya, Manoa. Manaya's pitches for uh, the Padres. So Manoa, I think Manoa has a higher ceiling today against a watered down Kansas City lineup. So between though that group of three, Darvish would would absolutely uh, be on the outside looking in. I'm not gonna go out of my way to play Arizona bats. I mean, I can I can honestly say that. So, I mean. 
Yeah, just one of those spots where I don't think I play Arizona Bats and I don't think I play Darvish. I do, on the other hand, have interest in like Kim, Machado, Alfaro um, against Bumgarner here. Luke Voigt, if he cracks the lineup. But Alfaro at 3,700 is one of my favorite catcher plays today. Um, This dude just absolutely mashes left-handed pitching. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. Um, I think for me, in terms of Arizona facing dog, I don't, I don't like the ballpark number one, but I think you know, if, and I'm with you on Alfaro. Um, I think I'd just be one off in these guys like Varsho, Marte. I, don't, I definitely don't think I'm going to stack them. All right, Milwaukee at San Francisco. Woodruff against Alex Wood in this one. This game has a seven total, and the Brewers are a slight 125 favorite here. Any interest in Brandon Woodruff going up against San Francisco? Yeah, um, I, I don't I don't mind Brandon Woodruff at all. Uh, Milwaukee's pitching staff is starting to come together again. If they can get Ashby, Stevie, uh, to just tighten up over the season and come back next year, like this is going to be probably one of the best pitching staffs in, in Major League Baseball. So I like Brandon Woodruff here. Uh, if you look at the, the uptick in strikeouts, Stevie, 10, 8, 9, should not have a problem with the San Francisco lineup uh, here at 10, 2. He's a fantastic play. However, I still don't have him ahead of Kershaw and Manoa today, but he would be my third pitcher for sure. Yeah, I think he is. Uh, he's super in play here. 10 2 is a lot. His strikeout rate's around 32% this season. He strikes out lefties at a much higher clip than righties. 43% compared to 21%. He has a very, very nasty changeup that he uses against lefties, and it just it makes them whiff hard. So um, this lineup is going to be very left-handed heavy, which I think actually benefits the ceiling of Woodruff today. So I like mm-hmm. him quite a bit. And then Alex Wood on the other side, 8,600. What's a solid pitcher? This lineup is solid. I mean, it's just one of those things where – is he going to be on the right side of Babbitt? Who knows? But at 8,600, he may be playable. Um, I mean, he just hasn't had really many ceiling games outside of his last start. Yeah, I think I'd play you Darvish over Alex Wood. So that means Alex Wood is probably going to get the axe for me today. Uh, might be a really good prop play. Like if he comes in, I'm thinking Stevie, and I know he just had a big eight strikeout game. He still may come in at four and a half on the early board. If I get him at four and a half early, I think I'll, I think that's good good value for the over. Uh, if he gets up to five and a half, I don't I, I'm I'm not sure. I, I don't think I'll touch it at all. At four and a half, though, just be on the lookout for that, folks. If he comes in at four and a half early, I think I think that's a good overplay. But that's about all I want to do with Alex Wood here. Bats in this game? Anything standing out to you here for the bats? No, actually not. No, not at all. Yeah, I got nothing here. I mean, if I'm playing anybody from this game, it's probably McCutcheon at 4,300, potentially batting leadoff on the road. Um, Oh, and Hunter Renfro, 3,600. I think we have to honorary mention Hunter Renfro against the lefty. He quietly has 13 home runs this season. Um, He has the power to hit it at any ballpark, so – that was it. That was the last game. Uh, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. I say that's it. It's been like an hour. We've been going and going and going. So, um, 
Morning grind game under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got tonight? Ooh, interesting one here, Stevie, because I don't know if any of these guys under 8K are going to get uh, six or more strikeouts. But I do think the logical answer um, is Zach Pleasak against Detroit. Um, but I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Yeah, I think for me, it's going to be Tyler Wells going up against Tampa. Yep. <laughs> that would be a nice person for sure. Over if, eight. I, oh, God. I will say this. If, if Hunter Green wasn't so all over the place, he could he could probably still get six strikeouts against St. Louis, but it's not going to be easy strikeouts. So, um, anyway, that's that. Um, over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Um, give me Robbie Ray against Texas. Digging it. I'm digging it. I'm going to go Nathan Eovaldi against the Yankees coming back. We don't know what his pitch is going to be like, so I think he's the clear option for me. Over 4K to go yard. Who do you got not in course today? Uh, believe it or not, man, give me Juan Soto at 6,500. I, I talked about Ian Anderson. He's been struggling. Uh, I really like Washington today uh, at home, so going to go with, with Juan Soto. And as a bonus, Stevie, I'm going to throw in Josh Bell as well. Going for go. the double dong here. I like it. I'm going to go Austin Riley, who you may or may not know has 25 home runs on the season. He crushes, oh, yeah. crushes left-handed pitching and gets a matchup today um, against Patrick Corbin. Love the Braves today. Under 4K to get two hits. Who do you like on the cheap end today? There's actually a fair amount of these guys today, Stevie, but – uh, this one guy in particular that oh no you said under 4k dang it Steve I might have to give out a bonus mid 4k that, that I w- just want to remind everybody it's a little bit too cheap um, so I if if you will uh, if you will allow it I will uh, I, I'd love to do that for the people but I'm gonna go with uh Give me Jose Iglesias at 3,700 against Quintana. Out there in Coors, bottom of the order, going to bat around a little bit, going to be a tough out. Give me Iglesias for over two hits. I mean, I usually don't let Coors – we'll let it ride. Oh, oh, you said Coors. We'll let it ride. It's fine. We'll let it ride. Yeah, it's Jose Iglesias. He's not like a home run guy. Yeah. I'm going to take Josh Naylor, and one of his hits is going to be a home run. So there you go. I like it. Uh, give me a stack to score six or more runs today. This is a tough one, Stevie, because there's so many. I'm going to go somewhat off the beaten path here. Somewhat. Give me the St. Louis Cardinals against Hunter Green. All right. I'm going to go the Atlanta Braves. I've already talked about it. I love the Braves today. I'm not going off the beaten path. I think they have one of the highest ceilings on the slate. So, Taking Atlanta, hopefully they make us some money. And speaking of money, make sure you guys are checking out the prop shop. If you're playing in the NASCAR streets this weekend, we got New Hampshire. I think it's going to play very close to Martinsville from earlier this year. So going to be digging into that this weekend. Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? 
Uh, no, man, I'm going to try to uh, hang out with you in the NASCAR streets if I can this week. Come hop in your channel a little bit and poke around and say hi to everyone. And um, let's let's get rolling. And then uh, one of these days, man, I got to if, if, if you get back to going a little bit more frequently, I got to get to a race with you. We'll make so, it happen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've got one right here at Darlington. And I know you've gone to Darlington, but. Um, and then the other one in Concord. So between those two, when you're right in my right in my backyard, I, I gotta make one of those so we can hang out. Yeah, I'll be up there in a couple months. Okay. Go. All right, that is going to wrap it up for Friday. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. We'll be back Monday. No, we won't. Um, just kidding. MLB All Star break. So we will not see you guys again until Thursday the twenty first. I hope everyone enjoys their weekend and their all-star break we'll be back that thursday talking some baseball good luck everyone we'll see you then